Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to Mash Debaters Presents the I Presents. Ah, no, Presents <laughs> the Three Count is a wrestling podcast. I haven't done this a long time. Sorry, guys. Uh, my name is DeAndre Robson. I'm here with two people. Uh, Casey, how you doing, buddy? Up long time, no see. It's like it's been fucking forever. But I am glad to be back. I am for me. Ha ha ha. I am the host of an evening movies, everybody's favorite movie-based podcast where we eat stale popcorn, drink watered down sodas, discuss all of our favorite movies and why we love them as well as a whole wealth of other stuff, including being a major part of the I Did Not Make These Rankings podcast network, along with The Sip List, Masturbators, Crushgasm, uh, Men of the Prize, and Love is Black. We're doing great things, and always happy, even if I'm still in a state of shock right now. But next... All right, Freddie, what's up, man? Uh, I am Freddie Fisher. I am the head bastard over at Bracket Bastards over on Spotify. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to uh, review the uh, WrestleMania, both nights, all matches. Uh, like, like we normally do, we're going to say a match. We want to rank it from 1 to 15. Yes, there were 15 matches because the Miz matches counts. <laughs> and uh, we're going to see where we rank them. And I'm pretty sure we have some different rankings. So I'm just saying right now. However, though, just to get the Miz matches out the way, let's do the first one. Let's do uh, Miz versus Shane slash Snoop. <laughs> uh, Casey, you're first. Um. Yeah, that's number for me. It's probably the worst of the two. I mean, Shane evidently blew his whole fucking leg out doing a fucking leapfrog or whatever the fuck it was. I don't even remember. But he literally came down. You literally saw his knee crumple underneath him. It's like, huh? Oh, okay. That's all fucked up. Then. Snoop comes in and delivers the fucking Snoopy's elbow and gets a three. Oh my god, it was bad. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely 15. 15. If I could go lower than 15, I would go lower than 15 for that. <laughs> All right, Freddie, get, get it out the way. I, I didn't have it at. 15, I actually have it at 14. The uh, other Miz one actually was my 15 because uh, at least a Snoop and Shane McMahon one. I don't like Shane McMahon. Uh, I don't I don't wish ill on a lot of people. Ric Flair is one of those people that I wish ill on. Shane McMahon, Vince McMahon, pretty much anybody in that family except for uh, Linda and Stephanie because they're both, they're both actually de- uh, decent people. Uh and so that part made me laugh. And the entire uh, Snoop dropping the, uh, uh, what did you say? Snoople's uh, elbow. <laughs> yeah, Snoople's elbow. That was, that was actually quite comical. So I did, I did enjoy that one. 
Uh, so it's on me, and yeah, I'm. I gotta go with Casey. This one, listen, this, this this was horrible. Uh, the botch was so so bad. The botch was so so bad, uh, and Snoop can't throw a right for saving his life. Uh, so <laughs> so this got me fifteen for me. Uh, it, it was just horrible. That that botch, uh, and God of Truth. Who the fuck want to shame? I didn't want. We didn't want shame. Nobody wanted shame. So, oh God, the, the last person Did, that you I literally could have picked anybody out of the locker room. They could have brought so, yeah. Maurice out for a Maurice versus the Miz match, uh, and LA I would have bought that more. Than I wanted. I wanted. I really wanted LA Knight for that. Yeah, it's in uh, LA. Come on. Uh, all right. So let's get the other Miz versus Pat out the way. Freddie, you first. Uh, at, at 15, there was no, there's no call for this. Uh, Pat McAfee, he was a decent wrestler when he first started co- coming out, but then the only issue with that is he, you had Bad Bunny come out after that, Logan Paul come after that, both of them smashed it and uh, gave the ability, give gave the impression that these stars can actually start doing this stuff. And Pat McAfee is, he's good, but he's nowhere near the top of that. So. All right. Uh, I'm going to go and a thousand percent truth as this, this is my number 13, actually. It's not even 14 because there's a match worse than this. I don't give a damn. Nobody said that the match was horrible. We'll, we'll get to that soon, but there's no one 13. Uh, Pat being a surprise uh, wrestler, I'm okay with that. I'd rather him be on commentary. Me personally. If, if this is a surprise to put him in a commentary, I've been much much happy. But I mean, it did, it did nothing. It was it was far better than the fucking Miz versus Snoop chain. But yeah, this one number thirteen. It was hard. It was just it was just it, it, both Miz matches was bad, bad. Um, Casey. So I think you and I might be on the same wavelength here. So we'll see in here in just a couple minutes, but I'm okay more with the whole McAfee coming out for a impromptu match than I was with Shane and or Snoop. Um, again, you could have picked almost anybody from the locker room to come out for the Shane McMahon match other than Shane. Um, McAfee, like Gray said, I enjoy the commentary. I can be a little bit yeah on the matches, but he's not horrible by any stretch of the imagination. Shane is definitely over the top of the hill, and he's on the way down the backside of the fucking hill. So he needs to fucking just quit and let it go. Um, so... Yeah, that night one mismatch was my number 13. All right. All right. Let's get into some, some actual matches. Uh, we're going to go into the men's fatal four-way. Uh, it's on me. This was actually a surprisingly really good match for me. Um, I got this at number seven, so like halfway, the halfway point, the, the men's fatal four-way. Uh, it was great. Uh, Street Poppers won it. Um, and they should, probably should have uh, a lot of action, a lot of high flying, a lot of wrestling. 
uh, spots that was, that was good. There, there wasn't really any botches. Uh, there's a couple of, like the chemistry was good in that, in that as well. Uh, yeah, I got it at number seven. It, it was it was it was better than I thought it was going to be. Me personally, Casey's on you. Um, I had it one spot further down than you. I had it at my number eight. Um, for the fact that the both the match I had at well the match I had at number seven and then the men's tag team showcase were I thought really close quality wise. Um, I actually enjoyed seeing the Street Profits win. I'm hoping that maybe this might spring board them back into being more competitive in the tag team division or possibly even ultimately getting to that heel turn that seems to keep getting talked about but never delivered. Only for the pure fact that maybe a heel turn might breathe a new breath of life into that tag team. So either way you look at it, though, um, it wasn't a horrible match there. I thought, like Dre said, the chemistry was good. The storytelling was pretty decent. It's a match that I would definitely watch over and over again. All right, Freddie. Men's four-way. I had that at number eight. Okay. Um, I wasn't really surprised with the winners. Uh, but I, I mean, I was hoping they'd win because I think they had the best storyline going forward. But it was a spot fest for the for the most of it, which is why it's ranked as high as it is. But there's really no storyline behind it for me. Okay. All right. Uh, so Casey, uh, let's do Red Mysterio versus Dummy Mysterio. So this was probably my. Surprise of the night match for night one. Uh, I didn't have it. Well, I mean, I had it number six overall. There was aspects of the match that definitely made my heart happy. The Eddie Guerrero tribute entrance with the low rider and then as soon as he came through the curtain hitting Eddie Guerrero's theme song before you hit Rey Mysterio's entrance song I enjoyed that um, honestly I thought Dom was going to go over in that match it seemed like obvious so Ray coming out with the win was probably what may help make that match my shock of the night for night one. But it wasn't a horrible match by stretching that. It, it pleasantly surprised me, I'll say that. And that's why I've got it ranked at number six. So, all right, uh, Freddie. I have it ranked at number five, actually. Um, from as Casey was just saying, the, the actual entrances 
both of them had amazing, amazing, amazing entrances. I loved going back in time with the entire Rey Mysterio type thing. Um, I do feel that they lean on it a little too much, though. Uh, I like the fact that they bring them up, but it's not they bring them up so often. When it, whenever it become come with Ray, it's always um, uh, Eddie is always in the background too. Period. When they're talking about his story, Dom, his entrance, that was super creative, and I loved it. And it was my probably my favorite entrance of the entire of between both shows. Like period. Uh, for a character that you you hate the guy, but you're supposed to. So he's probably one of the best legitimate characters in WWE. Because you absolutely hate this guy. Hard T on that one. Hard T. Hard T. <laughs> you hate this guy. The match alone, uh, this is one thing I don't like about these stories is that Ray should have lost twice during that match. The moment that he took his belt off, mm-hmm. that was that that was Thank a point object. Uh, there's another time too, like uh, his, when, when, when his wife smacked him. Yeah, when uh, it, yeah when when his mom smacked him, that was that was technically interference. He should have he should have lost off of disqualification there. So realistically, Dom won this match twice, twice, and then Ray picked up the pen. So I don't know, but I, I did have it ranked pretty high, though. All right, I, I guess I'm definitely down to here. I had number eight. I got number eight. Uh, fantastic match. Love the entrances. Um, uh, but it didn't. It didn't wow me. It, it really didn't wow me. And the person that should have won didn't win. I mean, don't be wrong. You people despise Dom, and I got I get that. But Dom should have won. Dom should have won, just like oh, somebody. Else. Yeah, and just like somebody else in Judgment Day should have won, um, as well. So, so, so again, it was a solid match. Storyline purposes, it was a good, a good match. Um, but it was the, the, the it was nothing spectacular about it. All right, so me, me personally. All right, Freddie, Seth versus Logan Paul. Seth Rollins uh, versus Logan Paul. I I had it. I had it at number seven. Um, I don't. I don't mind spot fest. I really don't, as long as they're performed well. Um, Shane McMahon showed us today <laughs> that, that spots can be done very, very badly, and, and he and he paid the price price for that. Uh, seeing what, what is his name, KSI, uh, who yeah. I thought. I really, really did, and this was all hoping for hoping for me that that was our truth. I thought it was our truth too. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to say all people that people look alike. I'm just saying that it looked like our truth. I thought it was our truth as well. Well, and the thing is, is I, I don't know who who KSI is, so it's like that's not somebody that I would originally think of. And we haven't seen our truth for the longest time because he's he's out uh, out uh, on the injury reserve list currently. Mm-hmm. Which means he, he, he's hurt, but he could still do 
do stuff like that. And then it's somebody that you that I've I've never heard of. It was still really funny watching him get him him get smashed. Although it was, uh, you can see it coming from a mile away. I'm happy with the winner. Uh, I personally think Seth is the next person to that uh, if if um, uh, Cody gets screwed out of having another title chance at this current time, or even at, after he does get it and he, either he doesn't win it, I think Seth might be the next person to try to take down Roman because he never actually did get his rematch that he was supposed to get. So. All right. Uh, it's on me for Seth and Logan. Uh, I got this number five. Um, not the biggest Logan Paul fan. It is what it is. I think he's an asshole prick, and it is, and that's just how I feel. However, though, I will give respect where respect is due. He can go. He proved it with Roman. He proved it with with uh, Seth that he can go. Um, he shouldn't have won. Seth should have won. You can't have Seth losing twice into these gimmick matches. Not, not really a gimmick match, but he lost to Cody last year, and he you can't have him lose again. Again. Period. So he Seth should have won. Um, so and it, it was a solid match. I mean, it was a solid match. Uh, the one big spot when he w- went through the table with his friend was cool. Uh, um, the buckshot lariat, which uh, in the AEW fans out there, that was cool. Um, but yeah, it was it was a, a solid match. It was a good match. I, I gave it a, I gave it a five. Uh, cases on you. So I had it a little bit lower. I had it as that um, number seven match. Um, again, that spot in my list, there's a lot of stuff I felt that is all really close quality-wise. So a lot of these spots are literally like razor thin in between what's better, number six or number seven, number eight or number nine, whatever the case may be. Um as a whole, I can see the whole people getting tired of the whole Logan Paul thing. I get it. I'm one of those people. But at the same time, like Dre was saying, the guy can fucking go. Whether, I mean, I think he's got more talent in ring than like your Pat McAfee's do. Um, he delivered a solid match with Seth. Seth is... Seth and he's one of the there's a reason why Seth is one of the top guys in the company right now so um, again I wouldn't necessarily put it deep into the top half of my greatest matches of the weekend but it's worthy of being there towards you know in that top portion of the pack maybe closer to the middle of the pack but it was a good match and I enjoyed it, so hats off to both of them. Okay. Next match. Next next match. <laughs> uh, Becky leader Trish versus Damage Control. Uh, I'm first. This is my 10th best, best match of the night. I got it on my number 10. Um, for what it was, it, w- it wasn't a bad match. I mean, I mean, but it was. I had So when we did our in, in chat, I had Damage Control, damage control winning because – I'm I'm tired of legends coming back and winning. It's just what it is. 
it, it, it takes from people that actually should be, you know, put over. And damage control hasn't won a outside of um, uh, Survivor Series since then. They haven't won a, a, a legit big match, and you can't you can't you can't bury them like that, especially especially back me uh especially uh, um Bailey. You can't you can't do like that. So I thought the wrong the wrong people want. I thought the wrong people won that match. However, though it was okay match. It wasn't bad. I mean, it was it was nostalgia for old school, older school uh, wrestling fans. So that's my number ten. Casey, you. Yeah, I had it at number ten as well. Um, I was hoping for maybe something to happen in that match that might lead to furthering maybe a different storyline going down the road, like maybe to carry into like SummerSlam or something where maybe, I mean, it's kind of hard with both of them carrying the tag team titles right now. I mean, if you're going to have lead a turn, then you're going to have to take the titles off of both of them immediately. So, I mean, but maybe like Trish turns on Becky instead of Trish versus Becky match at SummerSlam or whatever the case may be. Something to give me something more to be invested in in this whole thing. Because when Damage Control came out last summer and debuted, there was a lot of crowd support and excitement behind it. And to me, it feels like they're getting kind of stagnant. And you almost needed something else to help breathe life back into that whole, that whole storyline for the match. Um, I'm not saying that damage control by any stretch of the imagination is bad because all three of them are incredibly talented women and they deserve to have their moment but there's just something feels off right now with that whole six people involved in the match and something else needed to happen to create some kind of more excitement for me so definitely number 10 in my book all right, Freddie. Same thing, number 10. Oh, nice. It's, uh, it's 10, 10 across the board and not in a good way. Uh, I The only good thing about this match, and I'm going to channel Jeremy right now on this one. The only yeah. good thing about this match is the attire that Trish Stratus wore down to the ring. That's it. That was the only perfect 10. Oh, oh, that's it. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Casey. Uh, Cena versus Theory. Yes, fourteen. Fourteen, fourteen. 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 I will say it until I'm blue in the face. What in the blue hell was that match supposed to be? It did absolutely nothing for me. It literally, I mean, and then on top of it, it's the kickoff match for the whole goddamn weekend. No, I'm sorry. No, that 
again, much like well, with a the different kickoff match the entire weekend was the women's ladder match. The kickoff match was Tyreek was 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 Theory versus no, no. The kickoff kickoff match was was, was a stand stand and deliver. Oh, <laughs> dude, dude. yeah. There you go. Well, there you go. We're, ta- we're not talking about stand. We're talking about WrestleMania. <laughs> you you said the weekend. You did. You did. Let's go say the, the kickoff oh, match for, 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 for WrestleMania. Weekend, for WrestleMania, the kickoff for the Mania event was that and I'm not going to lie that match literally left me questioning whether or not I wanted to spend the next two nights watching the rest of this freaking event I did but that match was I have so many bad things I can say about it I'll just say I'll just wrap it up with that match was hot garbage and I'll leave it for the rest of you guys to throw some of your shade at it because I know neither of the two of you are going to have much nice to say about it either. So go ahead, as you were. All right, Freddie. I kind of enjoyed this match, actually. Uh, I am a fan of stupid wrestling. I always have been a fan of stupid wrestling. This is stupid wrestling, but with a twist. Uh, Theory is meant to be a heel. And he did some very heelous things in this. I'm shocked they didn't bring up Mike Tyson <laughs> on commentary. How they didn't, I have no idea because that was the first thing went went through my mind when when Theory bit into Cena's ear. <laughs> I I don't I don't get it. Uh, they like to mention stuff that happened 30 years ago. That was back in the 90s, so that was like 30 years ago. Uh, I, I'm glad Theory won, but I wish it would have been cleaner than it was. Okay, I, uh, so I don't know. Uh, I ranked it at twelve, though. Yeah, I, I guess I'm nicer than most, most, both, both of you. I got I ranked it at eleven. Oh well, that was. <laughs> let's listen. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mind it so, so bad. I mean. The right, the right person won. Theory should have won. Theory should have won his match. Okay, then nobody said he, he should have won his yeah. match. Okay, it, it is what it is. Uh, again, I'm, like I said before, I'm tired. I'm tired of legends coming back and winning in these fucking matches that they shouldn't be in. Somebody else should. should you, you could have put Bobby in this match. And I'll, I'll be happy with it. Um, you could have put somebody else. You could have, you could have put the, uh, the other person in Judgment Day. Um, Damian Priest's match. I'll be happy with it. But you put you. You decided to do a legend again, and it bit you in the ass. But it wasn't it wasn't the worst match, nowhere near the worst match outside mm-hmm. the matches in, in here. Um, it was just it was just first of all it was the first match, so it had the, that that dishonor to be a first match because it was far better matches right afterwards. Night one was far better than night two. Um, and then you have like stupid shit like biting the air and cheating, all that kind of good shit. It is a little the low blow, all that kind of good shit. So solid match, but I give it a number eleven. Me personally. The thing with the reason I, I I'm glad Theory won, but I wanted Cena to win because there's a whole bunch of free agents out right now, and Cena doing an open challenge tomorrow mm-hmm. night if he would have won 
there's a lot of people that could have come come through that come through the curtain. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two that come to mind for for me most would be Jay White, hopefully, uh, or yeah. Matt Cardona. I would love to see Matt on here. Matt Bass very underrated. Woo woo, yeah. you no. Know. But and there's, uh, either there's one would have been a hell of a damn night after debut on Monday Night Raw. But you know that that's not going to happen with uh, with Theory, though. No. So if Cena, if that would have been the only Cena thing. I mean, you could still have uh, Jay, uh, Jay White and Matt Cardona debut, not really debut, but uh, come in in different ways. But that would have been a perfect way to do it. To have, especially the history between um, Zack Ryder and mm-hmm. Cena, uh, with, between and you could re- revisit that entire—not really revisit, but look back on that entire storyline. It's like this is this is a uh, long-term booking, I guess, and uh, to just to prove that that Matt Cardona is not not uh, Zack Ryder anymore. Mm-hmm. He's a completely different beast. A whole different beast. He, he deserves everything and more if he, if he, if he, if he come back to the WWE. Um, with that being said, though, uh, obviously we're not at WrestleMania. Uh, it's in LA. Howard, though, um, I'm, I'm going to relive my wish is going to the show right after WrestleMania. I'm not going to Raw right after man. I'm going to SmackDown uh, after WrestleMania. That, that SmackDown is coming. It's in Portland. Got my tickets. It's stay high up there, but got my tickets, uh, and I'll, I'll I'll be there on Friday. You know, so that, that that's amazing. All right. Uh, also, WrestleMania is going to be in Philly uh, uh, next year, and I'm from Philly, and there's no way in hell I'm missing that. Definitely going. Start start saving your money, dude. Those tickets are expensive. Oh no, but but as soon as as soon as they pop out, Emily's going to buy night two. I'm going to buy night one. I'm going to both 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 nights. If, if I'm flying all across, across the country, I'm definitely going both nights. Well, and if if it's true that WWE is being sold, mm-hmm. those tickets may actually. I I don't know what the tickets ticket prices are going to are going to go with because the the entire thing's in flux now. Yeah, but well, we'll see. But I know for a fact that I think it's in either September or November. Those tickets will be sold. So will be sold. Sorry, be sold. So. All right, damn right. All right. Anyway, uh, Freddie, women's SmackDown championship. Uh, number three. I I I enjoyed this match. I really did. Like, I'm not a I'm not a fan of Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Uh, better than her dad, but it's still that's. That's like being the smartest kid. Get on the short bus. It's just, just not, not that much of a feat. Uh, but Rhea, it's, it's Rhea's time. She's really, really good. That finisher, the uh, rip, uh, rip tied from the top, mm-hmm. I mean, or from, sorry, from the middle rope. You've seen it coming, like a mile away, but still, it was freaking great. The match, the entire match, the ups and downs, and everything else is really well, well told. Entire storyline was fantastic. The uh, going back to the uh, uh, COVID era, to the global bastard, and uh, telling telling that story again about how she wasn't ready and went 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 back in today's. It's just it was a perfect story, if not a perfect match. 
Okay. For people that, that's going to listen, the people that are listening live, they're going to think about my damn mind, but it is what it is. This is my number. This is the best match of the of both nights. This was the best match of both nights. Now, get me wrong. When we, when we get into the, when the match that everybody's going to say number one, I can't listen. There's an argument for that. However, though, but that's more based on story than match. The actual match for this was fucking amazing. This is my. This is the best match of the night. Chemistry, moves, spots, everything you want in a fucking match, men or women, was in this match. Hands down. Kickouts, surprises, all that good shit. This was, like Freddie said, damn near perfect fucking match. This was the best match of the fucking night for me. The SmackDown Women's Championship was fucking great. You got Charlotte Flair, who's probably, if not the best, one of the best wrestlers of all time. And then you got Rhea, who's one, the best now. Gosh, Rick. So that, that shit was amazing. So I this is my number one, number one for me, period. Casey. Um, I had this honestly at number five. Um, <laughs> not, th- not that it's a horrible match. I, I agree. It. I actually enjoyed this match more than I enjoyed the Raw Women's Title match. Honestly. Um, I think. Honestly, Dre was one hundred percent exactly right, though. I, the chemistry was right in this match. The spots were right. Every there was surprises. There was false finishes. There was everything you need to create drama in a match. And at the same time, entertain the fans. So my hats off to both women. Um, that, like you guys said, the spot at the end with the. Uh, rip tied off the top rope or off the second rope, whatever the case may be, was a little bit you saw it coming a little bit from a mile away, but it was still huge. And it there needed to be a demonstrative way for Rhea to officially put that nail in the coffin and say, Bam, you're done. It, my time now. Give me my belt. Let's do this shit. And that riptide off the ropes was that move for me. So great match. Um, definitely a lot better than I thought it was going to be. So all right, and last one, number five, last one from cool. Uh, last one from night one is to tag team championships. Uh, it's on me first, and again, Emily. Emily just she's new. My fiance Emily is new to WWE and watch, watch wrestling, and this made this made her cry. I'm not gonna lie, it, it did, it, but it made a lot of people cry. You see the stands that everybody everybody's crying this match, and that's one of the reasons why I got number at number two. This match was fucking fantastic, and it probably would been number one if it wasn't for the SmackDown's Women's Championship match. The reason why number two is it's more story driven. Like story, like the story made it good instead of the actual match making it good. And the actual match was fucking fantastic, by the way. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not, but the story made that shit good. The people, people were crying. <laughs> people would, you saw tears. <laughs> All right, people were crying. It, it was fucking fantastic. And, and this was a damn perfect match as well. It had false fit, fought me uh, uh, close, two close call, uh, um, three counts, uh, two counts. Sorry. Uh, 
the, the one thing I didn't like, and the reason why the SmackDown got, Women's Champs got above it, it was this was just a damn near a squash match until the end. At least with at least with the women's t- women's championship match, it was that was back and forth, back and forth, back and back and forth, back and forth. You never know who you need know who's going to win. And in in the in the tag team match, the Usos whooping the ass the for the a, a good three fourths of that match, and then at the end, three three uh, hula kicks later, it's just over. Uh, it's still number two though. It's still a better match than everything else. I just think that the women's championship match. Was better a better match to, to, to me. Uh, Casey's on you. Um, I'm probably the same as most people who are going to listen to this, or most people who have an opinion on wrestling. And I had this at number one. And honestly, I was hoping it would be unseated at number one by. A possible match that would happen on night two, but um, storyline. What this this match was the ultimate culmination of that entire Sami Zayn bloodline, Kevin Owens, all of that storyline that has been playing out for what the better part of a year. So. There's been a lot of, you know, waiting and wondering and is Sammy going to be the one to go to Mania and dethrone Roman? Is it going to become a triple threat match? Is it going to be this? Is it going to be that? You know, there's always been all of these questions. And finally, we get to night one. No changes, nothing. It Tag team titles. Sammy and KO versus the Usos. It was, I thought it was a really well done match. The storyline and psychology for everything worked really well. The fact that the Usos whooped that ass for 90% of that freaking match. And then you had the ultimate hot comeback at the end by Sammy and the three Haluba kicks and I wish there would have been more of a comeback than basically just those three Haluba kicks, though, because that seemed kind of premature to me, possibly. Like, it was almost happening too fast. It needed There needed to be a little bit more the, with as dominant as the Usos had been. But um, definitely one of the best matches of the entire weekend for re- the WrestleMania event. Um, so, yeah, number one for me. All right, Freddie? It is number one for me as well. Um, it is it's a perfect story, perfect match. Um, I don't agree with the entire 90%. I, I'd go maybe 75 but that's because uh, the Usos have been tag team, have been a tag team for decades. Like it's been that's that's their entire thing. Sammy and Owens, they're single wrestlers that are just now becoming a tag team. Uh, I don't think they've ever they've ever won tag team championships before. Nope. Well, not not so, not WWE. Well, well, not WWE. Mm-hmm. But my point is, is that they've never won it before. So having 
having them go against two highly established people in the tag team division where they know how to tag in tag in and out frequently and everything else. They the the Usos dominated that match because they, they kept they kept coming in fresh and everything else and they wouldn't let Sammy tag tag um uh crap Kevin in which is why they they dominated seventy five percent of that match. Once they got they got Kevin in the match, that's where that seventy five percent stopped. And then it was more more of a back and forth. They got rid of Kevin for a little bit and started focusing on on Sammy, which is where the entire emotions and everything else came up with the the uh, uh, endurance, never say die. Took Kevin's mantra, which is just just keep fighting, type thing. And went with it. That's why there was tears, is because he went through so much. And that those three kicks at the end—that's the emotional baggage just being let go, especially to Jay himself, because Jay was the one who, if I if I remember right, because I, I had a hard time telling him apart, uh, was the one that that hugged Sammy, and then. Two minutes later, super kick him. So, and then to, to end this entire thing with three kicks, not only one, but three kicks, mm-hmm. and then the pin, that, talk, talk about a weight. That was a perfect story. It was a perfect match. It was a perfect ending. And I don't think they're going to have the tag team championship very long. Uh, I, I I really don't, but uh, it was the best match during for the entire weekend. Period. All right. Well, that was night one, and night one was far better than night two. I'm just going to say that right now. All right, because yep. yeah, cla- yeah, classic the classic the classic night one. Then night two said just said fuck you. Then. Uh, however, we're just going to get into it. Uh, we're going to go into Brock versus almost and Casey at first. Uh, I had that match at number 11, honestly. Um, I wasn't expecting anything at all from that match. I mean, literally, I guess if you're going to start off night one with Cena versus Theory. Probably the best way to start off night two is Brock versus Omos. Because honestly, I had zero expectations for both matches to begin with. And um, probably about the only thing of that match that surprised me or that I enjoyed was actually seeing Brock get Omos up on his shoulders and delivering an F5 to finish that match off. I wasn't so, so sure with how tall that some bitch is that Brock was going to be able to do it. So definitely hats off to Brock. Um, I don't know what the future holds for Lesnar at this point, but there doesn't seem like there's a whole hell of a lot left on the horizon for Brock. So... I'm hoping, you know, 
hands clean right off into the damn sunset. Let this be over. Um, it wasn't great, but I don't think it was necessarily the worst thing on the entire event either. So that's why I gave it number 11. All right, Freddie. I really, 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 really enjoyed this match for one simple reason. I didn't watch it. <laughs> I listened to it. But the time period when this match was on, I was taking a, an extremely hot shower. Because, again, as I told you when this entire thing started, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling that good. So I took a really, really hot shower. So I was super comfortable during this match. I got out of the shower right about the time for that F5, which granted was super impressive. But uh, I haven't got a chance to watch the rest of it. From what I've heard and read off of Twitter and Facebook and everything else from the litany of wrestling fans that the wrestling fans of friends that I have, uh, I, I I put it at 13, which makes it the worst actual match on this entire list. If there was no mismatch, Freddie B's right. This is the worst fucking match. Of, 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 of. That's, what, that's why I put actual match. I'm not counting this. <laughs> I gotta count this because it, it was it was it was it was a ref and uh, it was a pin on the kind of stuff. Those two mid matches was horrible, but the, the, those two mid matches wasn't there. This be the worst match of the night. God's truth. And I kind of feel bad for Brock, but I don't because I know he did it for a payday, so he's he's rich, so it doesn't matter. But he went from main bidding last year. To having a, a dumbass feud with Omas. <laughs> All right. All right. Oh, the really sad part is that it, it was either it was either Omos or Bray. Bobby ended up feuding with Bray, mm-hmm. and then Bray got hurt, or so he's he, he he's not hurt, but he's he's not feeling the greatest. Mm-hmm. So Lashley ended up winning winning the under the, the giant. Could you imagine? If things went the opposite opposite way, and now Brock Lesnar won the Under the Giant, listen, I would definitely be okay if they put Omos and, and Brock Lesnar in that and let them be in that instead of their own fucking match. This was horrible booking from Vince McMahon. Yeah, I said it. Vince McMahon did this shit. It was it, this oh yeah, match no, no, Vince. Vince, <laughs> this, I'm pretty sure what happened is that is that Triple H booked Night One. And then Vince, Vince book night, night two, just just as like, hey, whatever you can do, I can do better. Considering that that we're trying to sell the company, we got to put our best foot forward. Night night one was a solid solid A minus. Mm-hmm. Night two was an F. It was horrible. It was a horrible horrible night. Horrible. There was a couple match horrible. The, the only good match on the entire night was the. Crap, the intercontinental. That's it. Well, we'll get to that soon. But it was horrible. And that match we were just talking about Brockers own muscles horrible. It shouldn't have it shouldn't have been the match in and 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 WrestleMania. That was fucking horrible. All right, Freddie. Hell in the cell. Edge versus Demon Finbala. I have this at five. Um and not only because of the match, I personally think that it I think there were some spots they probably left out because there was a spot with Involving that ladder, mm-hmm. and you could see the whiplash mm-hmm. on Balor's head going backwards. That that was a messed up spot. 
uh, which is why Edge was trying to buy time and getting getting all that stuff set set up. You could tell from his face that that's what he was trying to do. So, but other than that, the, in, the uh, interests for both of them were great. Um, I do really, really wish they would have gotten gotten a uh, Christian and um, Gangrel for that. That would have been perfect. The only issue that I really have with this entire scenario, if they do ever do that, which they're not going to now, because I'm pretty sure this is Edge's last year, I I would wish they would do it in like Philadelphia or somewhere on on the East Coast, mm-hmm. because having an open an open lit stadium like that. You can't do, you can't turn everything off in the entire arena to have the real feeling going on. And I'm really glad that they didn't have Bray in there because you had this, the sky was fully lit throughout the entire thing. So having up until like the last match, yeah. Yeah. And there's no, no way they're putting Bray, Bray Wyatt into the last match. No. So, that entire the entire entrance that Bray has wouldn't have worked mm-hmm. because the entire stage would have been the, the entire arena would have been lit. Not from the lights inside, but from the, the open dome. So yeah. Yeah, so, number five for me. So, sorry. So this is my number four. Um the bump that uh Finn took was nasty. I mean, it is what it is, but I'm big. I'm from Philly, so I grew up with ECW. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I and I watch and I love AEW. I'm seeing this blood in there every single time. So I, I, I didn't personally mind it until it actually really hurt him. You actually saw the uh, the medical team come in and, and, and take a look at him. That, that, that fucked him up. Um, so I didn't mind it, and I, I thought the match was okay. It's a hell of a cell match. I mean, I mean, they, they put out all the props. He tried a coup de gras from the top of the cell, which I didn't know there was a spot right there you could stand on. But in hell of a cell. There's, but, there's not normally. There's, there's not. There is a camera. If you notice that, there's a camera sitting right, right next to that, <laughs> just for that spot. That was, that was meant. To be there. Yeah. So I'm so, like, where the fuck is he going? <laughs> so so I, so I didn't mind it. I mean, I mean, I do think the wrong person won, though. Yeah, I agree. Again, legends burying people that should be put over. And Finn, listen, I, I said by a lot of people on, on the show, but Finn deserves to be on a different show. Finn on a different show would be world champion. And I'm talking about AEW, New Japan, anywhere, anywhere like that, he'll be fucking world champion. And Finn is. Is getting buried. I think this is the second or third time in a row losing at, at a PPV. So no, he, he no he, he beat he he beat Edge and um he lost he, he lost to he lost to Edge and and uh, no in the I Quit match. No, no, okay. So the the the, the, the match before it was was uh was um elimination chamber. He lost to Edge and and, and his wife. Yeah, but he, he, the match he, he before did. that was the was the I quit match at. Uh... So okay, so so the last two, so this match and then that one, okay. and so but it's in. He shouldn't be losing like this. That's my that's my thing. He shouldn't be losing like this at all. And yeah. I don't think that I think that Finn should have won the match. It is what it is. All right, Casey, Edge and Edge and Finn Balor. 
So, yeah, I agree with Dre. I had this at number four. Um, definitely not one of the greatest Hell in a Cell matches that I've ever seen. Um, but definitely by far not the worst Hell in a Cell match I've ever seen either. Um, definitely um, that ladder off of Finn's face was very alarming the way his freaking head snapped back after it connected. Um, but I think for the most part, I think with the way the storyline was built from the day that edge got booted at a judgment day and they've been building and building and building obviously towards this moment. I think for what it was built to be, it was a, great match it told a pretty decent story um i enjoyed it so that's why i stuck it with, with number four so all right uh myself all right fiddle four ways women's match <sighs> this was horrible um and not because women's matches because the ending made it horrible Ronda Rousey didn't step foot into that match until the end, until until it was over. She actually did not step foot into the the, the ring until that shit was over. All right, she took she took she dragged somebody out the ring, got hit, got bumped, but did not take but not get in, into the match until that shit was over. And then when it was over, she made a shot to tap. It was it wasn't it wasn't good, but because there's a lot of other matches that was horrible was a lot worse uh, because Pat versus Miz, Brock versus Almost, and Miz versus Shane was bad. I had to put him at number 12. So this one number 12. Uh, Casey? Um, I had it the same spot. Um, and for a lot of the same reasons that you did. Um, like you said, Ronda not stepping in the match literally until it was time to lock Shotzi in that fucking arm bar. And then literally like two seconds later, she's tapping out. It's like there literally was no drama built throughout that entire fucking match. There, at this point, the whole Ronda and Shayna thing, I could honestly give two shits about anymore. I'm done. I'm over. Ronda is in that category of a few superstars where I could care less if they come back and work another match again. I'm done. I'm over it. Move on. Um, give me somebody who actually cares to be there and cares to actually put the fucking work in on a day-to-day -day basis, week to week, month to month, year to year, whatever the case may be. Um, but yeah, there literally was nothing entertaining about this match to me. So I put it at 12. All right, Freddie. Um, I had it at 11, actually. Uh, and the only thing that actually saved it was that, that last part. Because that was absolutely genius. You, you don't, it, it's been stated multiple times. You don't, you, you don't have to really be in the match until the end to win it. The only thing you're doing in the beginning of the match is actually hurting your chances of winning it. So that's that's the entire point. And 
as a heel, your best bet is to go in at the very end. That's why I tell people if I was ever in, in a rumble, the first thing I would do is I would slide in and slide Just right back, back out, out. <laughs> and go on commentary. I really would. Like, that would be the ultimate heel move. And then when there's like a final four, sneak back in. No rule against it. So as far as that, it's it's a genius move, but a horrible match. And the only issue, one of the other issues with this is that it was so, when they announced all, all the people in that match, you knew they were going to win. Like, there, yeah. there's no... There, there's no way they wouldn't because the tag team champions right now are faces. The only other heels they had in that match was uh, uh, Sonya, uh, Sonya, mm-hmm. what the fuck her name is, and uh, yeah, so, yeah, Sonya so, and Chelsea Green. Yeah, and Chelsea Green, and they're more of a more of a comedy act at the current time. Granted, they they gave the belts to comedy acts before that, but it's just, it, they're more of a comedy act. So if you're going to have, have uh, Shonda, which I'm going to start calling them that Shonda as a tag team and given the, the, the tag team champion, the championships, they're going to end up ha- having to face a face, which is, and since the tag match, the six, the six person tag match was not for the belts, the next person that I'm going to have to face would be heels. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. All right, Casey. IC Championship match. Uh, that match was uh, number two for me. Um, I picked it correctly. If we look at my predictions that we all sent in earlier. Um, I just had a feeling in the pit of my stomach that neither Seamus or Drew was walking out with the damn belt. Only for the pure fact that it, um, it just didn't feel like there was a purpose for Gunther to drop the belt at this point. I'm not saying that it's not coming sometime in the next two or three months, but it just didn't feel like tonight was the night that it was going to happen or needed to happen. Um, I still would love to see Seamus finally get that Intercontinental title reign that he never has had. Um, the match was what it was built to be, hard-hitting, Um you could see the damn welts on Gunther's chest after the match was over, all bruised up and shit. Um, all of them looked like they were beaten to shit by the time the match was over. Um, yeah, the match was as it was built to be. It was hard hitting. It was physical. It was a fight. And... It, 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 it was everything that I wanted it to be in a match and more. So that's why it got my number two spot. All right, Freddie. It got my number two spot as well. Uh, the only thing I didn't like about this match was the crowd. 
Uh, because if you have chops that hard and you're not doing the entire woo afterwards, Ooh. what the hell are you there for? Like, I don't even like Ric Flair. And I guarantee you, every time that I, I would see a chop like that in, and I'm sitting in the audience, I'm wooing. And I'm wooing. Especially hard. if you have to spend that kind of money for a ticket. Yeah. It's like if, if I'm front, front row ticket for that, by the way, it's about $5,000 a piece. It's high as fuck. Yeah, it is. And most of the front row seats are actually given away for charity. So uh, that's the really sad part. But yeah, the match. The match was great. I'm I'm disappointed in the winner. If I would have chose, we, we did we did our little thing before. If I would have did it right before the match started, I would have picked Gunther to win the entire thing. Uh, because by that point, I could tell Vince was booking. <laughs> uh, but we did it at the beginning of the before the show started, and at that point. Triple H was booking the night before. So Triple H is, is really, really good about a lot of feel-good moments, a lot of drawing back into the past, trying to s- close up loose ends and stuff like that. They have been preaching this entire rift between uh, Drew and Sheamus, and Sheamus is he's just trying to get this last belt. Uh, Cena is also missing one belt, too. I would love to see him him get it. A lot of people don't like like Cena, but he's he's missing one belt as well. It is the Intercontinental mm-hmm. Championship. He also does doesn't have that. I, and I, at the, the reason that I chose Sheamus for that is because I thought Triple H was still booking. Before the match started, I could tell Vince that man man was booking. I would have chosen Gunter at that point, but it was just it was a solid match, hard hitting. Good spots. Uh, Gunter's a freaking genius at, at the end of that, and the entire power bomb onto somebody else. That was fantastic as well. It's my number two. This is my number three. One of the best matches of uh, both both nights. I picked Sheamus to win this because I thought Sheamus would, would, would win it because he need that belt. It is what it is. And he didn't get it. Fuck you, Mr. McMahon. Howard, though. It was a really good match. The one thing I, one problem I have about Gunther, two problems I have with Gunther is actually two problems I have with Gunther. Uh, he's an amazing wrestler, period. I like Big Gunther better than Skinny Gunther, just me personally. Big Gunther was a fucking beast. And I love Big Gunther better than uh, uh, NXT UK. Gunther, oh my God, he was a problem. All right. Uh, also, I hate his finisher. It's a fucking powerbomb. It's a fucking power bomb. It's a fucking power bomb. It's a fucking power bomb. <laughs> I, I hate that finisher with the passion. And it, it isn't fuck. It hurts from coming from Skinny Gunther because it's Skinny Gunther. He doesn't look that. I mean, the chops hurt like motherfucker. I know that's right. But that, that power bomb does to shit put people down. Period. So it's not believable to me. However, though, the overall match was great. Uh, the reason why, and this is my theory, the reason why I think that. Uh, Drew took that uh, took the loss of the pen is because that they can't get uh, his contract right. He's 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 he ran out his contract. I think coming coming up soon. And Eight and months. They, yeah, and it, and, it, and it's bidding war, and he's bidding war, and he's not happy about it. So 
Uh, that's when I think he took that uh, the, the, the the pin. But all in all, it was a good match. It was a fantastic match. I just don't like Gunther's finisher. It's what it is. It's just just me. All right, Freddie. Raw Women's Championship match. Uh, number nine. But that's because I'm not a fan of Bel Air. I'm just not like I I don't I don't know what it is. Uh, it's just there's something that bothers me about her. And I've I, I've discussed this before, and it's probably something that that I personally need to to get past, and I can't pinpoint what my issue is with her. Um, she's really 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 good in the ring. She's super talented. Uh, her entrance was amazing. It almost made me tear up because of the entire uh, uh, impact. As a wrestling fan, I know we have somewhat of a problem trying to not really convince but trying to uh, uh, explain the reason why we are wrestling fans and how wrestling really isn't this thing that's done in bars and stuff anymore which it really is a, a lot of the independents are of it uh, especially the midget wrestling which is a lot of fun but uh, a lot of this big stream wrestling stuff and how it not only impacts us but it also impacts the communities and there's a lot of goodwill and everything else going towards it. And, uh, it's one of the things that showed that the match alone, I wish the missed spot would have gone better, especially with the uh, great Muda being, being inducted this weekend would have been a nice little thing for him. But Bel Air was the winner from the start. We all knew it. Uh, Oscar was just pretty, pretty much fodder in this, in this match. And, since she came back with her old new gimmick, she's just not really be getting a fair shake. So I really wish it would have been somebody else besides Oscar. I would have, if it would have had the same match, I would have chosen like Carmella in this match. Because at least, at least if she's going to get beat, it's enjoyable. So, number nine. Uh, it's on me. Uh, my number nine as well. I don't have a problem with Bianca as, as well. Um, I do have a problem. Well, no, me and I love Oscar too. I love I love New Japan Oscar. This I love New Japan NXT Oscar. This Oscar just watered down, and I don't know if she should have been in this spot right, right, right now for for me. Uh, and but the match was the match was a solid match. It wasn't it wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was it was. Choke like it was it was it was middle. I was playing. I mean, I do love the entrance being uh being a uh, African American myself and having a, a daughter. Uh, that representation is, is everything, and the entrance was fucking amazing. So I will say the entrance, even Oscar entrance was actually pretty cool as well. So, I mean, so I love both both entrance as well. It's just the match itself wasn't the best, but it wasn't bad either. It was in the middle, so I'll give it number nine, Casey. That is the third one because I had it at nine as well. Um, and I, I mean, I, I'm not going to beat a dead horse. You guys mentioned a lot of the same reasons why I have it at nine. Um, it's nothing against Bianca at this point. I, again, love the entrance. The match was good. It wasn't great. Um, I loved Asuka's entrance. 
Um, the missed spot could have gone better. Um, I do have the question in my head, though. Had this match gone on night one, would that have been who would, would have walked out with the Raw Women's title? Yeah. Are you 100% I mean, sure? I'm 100% sure about that because um, Stephanie, who, of course, is going to have Triple H's ear a lot for obvious reasons, is uh, she has stated before that was a uh, uh, crap philanthropy. Philanthropy is like the new business model type thing. So if mm -hmm. you have somebody who is really, really, who has the ability to get your name out there a lot more, it, you're automatically going to have a step up. Um, Bianca is the longest running, longest running African American champion ever. Currently, uh, so you have business wise, you have a complete community of people who are going to come to watch her continue her entire run it would be it would be stupid of them to put it on oscar when she especially because especially because english is not her first language and she's not really good at it yet unfortunately uh she's she's getting better i i've seen her uh videos on youtube and stuff like that so. but it, it it would make a lot more sense to have bianca on there again not a fan of a why but uh, it would be it would make more sense to have her there than than Oscar. If you have another black uh, champion, you could still have the following or at least somebody somebody to root for uh, as faces and instead. So and I'm not not trying to play the race card on, on this one. That's just that's. Are you serious? You, you need to have somebody that you relate to. Uh, and as Dre just said, like uh, being um, crap. What did you say? Something like uh, 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 influencer being represented. Represents everything. Yeah, or representation is everything. If 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 you have somebody representing you, you're gonna tune in to watch. As a white guy, I don't. I don't have to worry about that because I'm there's there is reputation for us every, everywhere. We don't have to search for it. Uh, that kind of brings up the entire white privilege thing, and I, I I can see that. But it's true. So uh, she is she is in the perfect spot for that, and she deserves to be there. Not only for that reason, but for multiple other reasons besides that as well. So yeah, I personally think that she. Even if it was on night one, she still would have won. I think she still would have won as well. I mean, uh, night one and night two, I mean, Oscar's not, Oscar's not over enough to take that belt from her right now. And you're going to need somebody, you're going to need to build somebody up really, really fast, at least by SummerSlam, to take that belt off of, off of her. Now, again, I, I, said this in the, I said this in the chat that you really, really going to need to stop having these long ass reigns, me personally. Uh, Roman is still champion. 
I mean, what's what's about the league next? And I, I mean, I mean to to push that on. But Roman is still champion. It's over, damn near nine hundred days, or somewhere around nine hundred days, some, some, some shit like that. Nine forty. Nine forty-five. Yeah, nine forty-five. So yeah, I mean, Bianca has it over over, over this time. Gunther have it over or, or for a long time. Like you really need to stop having these long, long uh, reigns and build people up to, to take take these belts. Uh. That being said, let's talk about the main event of both nights, the Undisputed Championship. I'm first. This is my number six. Mm-hmm. It is my number six. Uh, this should have been higher up. We should be celebrating. Listen, this I'm not gonna lie. We're not in, in the chipper move right now. I'm not chipping right now because that last fucking match. There's no way in hell. I I, I don't know. And again, this, this, and I, I think Freddie agrees with me. This is Vince's booking. There's no way in hell. No no, no reason why Cody should not win win this win this as well. There's no reason why he should have won this. He shouldn't have won this. And I'm not a big fan of small package wins and interference in WrestleMania matches, especially in fucking main event. Yeah. Me personally, and you could ask my fiance. I said it word for word. Oh, he, he he kicked he kicked the ref. Here come the Usos. Oh, the Usos here. Here comes Sammy and and uh and uh and um and Kale, Kale. and Kale. What I didn't realize is because I thought that that's going to help. I thought that was going to help uh Cody. It did not. They gave it to Roman, and it was bullshit. The match wasn't even fun. They both kicked out each other finisher once, I guess it was, and that was it. I mean, he put him up, he put him with a back body breaker, I guess, a backdrop, put him to a table. That was it. It was it wasn't it wasn't a good match. Like match wise, it should have been lower. Story it got higher for me. It's it's WWE fucked up. WWE fucked up with this. It's me. It is what it is. Casey's on you. <sighs> Even for as pissed off and hurt as I am by that finish, I have it at number three. Only for the pure fact that I've been a wrestling fan for 40 fucking plus years. And I should have known as soon as shit started breaking down that that's how the match was going to fucking end. I should have. Seen it coming a mile away. I still held on to the hope in my heart that clearly the man booking this fucking night of WrestleMania was going to do the right thing and still put the damn belt on Cody. I don't care if he has him drop the damn thing at fucking in Puerto Rico at Backlash. the right thing to do with this you're not going to recapture this magic in a bottle again a second time um that was the big question mark everybody had going forward with the whole not putting sammy into the match in some way shape or form as another third combatant was okay you have this moment in a bottle and you're not going to recapture it again you're not going to get that magic back with cody again now you literally took and built this all up for a fucking year 
to literally have somebody suck a fart out of Roman's ass for the 945th time in the last 945 days. I'm, I don't want to be pissed off and vulgar about it, but at the same time, it's like I'm pissed off and I mean, this shit really pisses me off at this point. Cause I'm, like I said, before we went live, I'm done with Roman. I'm done. I'm done. I'm I, done is the only word I can think of at this point to describe how pissed off I am. But I still, I felt like there was enough drama to warrant giving it a little bit higher of a damn spot in my top 15. But I, honest to God, was hoping for that moment that would catapult it over the Intercontinental title match, that would catapult it over the tag team title match and make it that number one match of the entire weekend. And the finish completely flushed all that down the toilet. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'm going to go ahead and give it three. Go ahead, Freddie, your turn. I have it marked at six as well. I'm going to agree, agree with Jerry on this one. Uh, I can, I've heard rumors on why they wouldn't give it to Cody at this time is because, uh, some people in the back feel that, um, again, rumors feel that uh, his struggle hasn't been enough. <laughs> Hold up. The, the reason they give is because he came out as at number 30 and then beat out Gunter, who was number one or number two, one of them. So uh, having a face come out at, at, at 30 – he didn't didn't really struggle enough to, to win that. Um, he was off for a year, pretty much, uh, uh, repairing a repairing his uh, torn pack. So purple booby. Yeah, yeah, he hurt it, hurt his booty. Uh, so having him chase a little bit longer is and just trying to make him fight harder, harder for it. I don't agree with that. Um, I personally think that's a cop out at the very least, but it is because of uh, who booked the fucking yeah, match. I know, I know, and you can tell there's so many. There, there are some things I do like about this match. The re reason why I was put at number six, I love the callbacks. This is this match was so callback heavy. I loved the loved them calling it the rock bottom. Yeah, uh, I, I love the entire uh, channeling of uh, of his father. That was great. Of Cody's dad, mm -hmm. uh, him pointing up. I if I love the entire thing at, at the beginning of the match. Um, him, uh, his kid and his wife in the crowd, and him actually holding his little girl. Uh, before the match, that was it, it. Was it's what I thought was foreshadowing, and then it wasn't, uh, which made that ending so much worse. It was, dude. If you want to pull at heartstrings like you did on night one, and you have people in the crowd that are there that are 
going to be doing that, especially Brandy, because apparently backstage, she's one of the nicest people in the world. She mm-hmm. really is trying trying to help people out and everything else, and does does as much as she can, even with being a being a mom. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I, I, it brought night two brought the entire WrestleMania card back from like an A minus to like a freaking C minus. It was, it was horrible. It was horrible. It was horrible. It was horrible. Uh, so yeah, so those are our ratings for, uh, for WrestleMania. Night one was good. Night two was hot garbage. Well, <laughs> night two was night two. Please let us know uh, what you think um, will be like. Would you like about WrestleMania? Would you didn't like about WrestleMania? Uh, and, yeah, and, and let us know. Uh, so let's do some outros. Oh, before well, we do, I was, before well, actually, we do, Dre, I was gonna ask you guys a couple questions. Go ahead. Uh, what is your uh, OMG moment of of both nights. One moment. Hmm. OMG moment both nights. There wasn't really any surprise wins. It really wasn't. Uh, so I'm just going with the with spot and the spot that, that I liked the most probably was the of when, when women's match, women's back there match the uh, uh, her finisher from the, from the second rope. So I'm I'm gonna go with that one right there. Casey. Um, I was gonna go with the uh, Rhea Riptide off the ropes, but then yeah. Um, I also like the finish of the men's. Tag team showcase with the um, yeah Dawkins getting the splash holding on and mm-hmm. Tez coming off the ropes and hitting the yeah that that, that should like that, that should like hurt good. that should like hear hurts more yeah. than regular fucking smash splash um yeah it did my so my ONG moment of of the between both nights would be Dom's entrance. Mm-hmm. That was damn near perfect. Uh, Casey, your best performer. Who stole the show? Damn. Um... While, while you're thinking on that, while you're both thinking about that, well, I would go see. I was gonna go Sammy or probably the demon Finn Balor. I've been a, a demon fan for a long time. I wish the demon would get utilized more, but I'm glad it doesn't get overused. So the fact that it gets sporadically thrown out there like once every eight years makes happen when it does get thrown out. So. Yeah, a lot of Sammy there, or so. Sammy or Demon Finn Battle. Um, for me, like who stole the show? Yep. 
again, I mean, I don't mean to beat a dead horse, but I'm going back to the SmackDown, Rhea Ripley was amazing in that match. So was Charlotte as well. And then I got to go to the tag team as well. As well. The tag team match, both all four of those gentlemen went hard as well. Uh, but if I still one person, then I got to go with Rhea Ripley here. Yeah. Personally. Uh, I'll start us off on the best moment. My personal best moment on this one was the pinning of the Usos. That Again, that match made the entire crowd cry, except for Dre, because it's Dre. <laughs> Dre don't cry. Dre, Dre don't cry. <laughs> Dre cries. This is what the, I wasn't crying for that guy. I already knew it was going to happen. If you already know what's going to happen, I'm going to, I mean, or our friend Harvey said, if you already know what's going to happen, I, I'm not really going to cry for it. And I knew what was going to happen. It's like watching an autobiography or a, a biopic. Any biopic, I know I know what's going to happen. Like I can't, I can't cry on glory. Like Emily cried on glory. I can't cry on glory. I know what's going to happen. Well, so, there's certain movies that I've I've seen dozens of times, and I, I still cry at the end. No, no there, there are movies that here's the thing. There are movies that I, I cry. I mean, I'm not saying I have a cry before. There are movies that I've never cried before. But biopics, I, I don't I don't cry off of because I know that, I don't know most of the time I know I know these stories. Tune in through Thursday night for the I did not make these rankings draft to find out just what movies Dre cries for. <laughs> Dre, uh, best best moment. Best moment was definitely I mean uh seeing me kill winning. I mean that was definitely I mean cry no cry. It's this is it, it, it hit the heartstrings. It was it went well. Um that was the best moment for me. Okay, so- I agree, Sammy and KO. Um if I want to be a little bit different, I'll go with moment of the weekend being um, Ray's entrance from start to finish. Again, maybe it is overdone and the whole, they need to let go of the whole um, Eddie Guerrero thing. But um, considering the magnitude of the weekend and the fact that it was Ray going into the hall of fame and Eddie and Ray being, so close so closely knit together that um it was a good shout out to his brother from another mother so that'd be my unlike the other answers answer all right uh dre best attire i'm not gonna lie i did i did love cody's attire I did. Um, oh no, I'll be lying to myself if I didn't say Seth. <laughs> uh, it, it wasn't the, the best attire. It was just, it was just interesting, very, very, very interesting. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna go with Seth Rollins. There. And 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 before before anybody you know crucified me, I I seen Trish Titties. I understand, but. I mean, I'm see tits all the time, so it is what it is. I'm, go, I'm, going, I'm going, I'm going with uh, Seth, Seth. Yeah, Casey. Yeah, I'm. I'm not going with Trish or Lita either. That's one of those things that I've seen enough Trish and Lita matches to know what's there and what they've got. So it is what it is. Um, I get my attire for my attire of the night probably, and it, 
I don't necessarily know if you consider it a tire or not because 98% of it's all body paint, but would be uh, the, the demon. demon makeup that Balor came out wearing. I think my personal favorite attire, since Cody is already gone, that would have been my first pick, would go to KSI. <laughs> <laughs> Casey, start us off. Best entrance. Oh, that. We'll go back to beating a dead horse on that one. It's still, to me, um, the Rey Mysterio. But um, again, still, I'm a huge Cody Mark, and I love Cody's theme. It's. Almost the perfect theme for him, and the crowd really gets behind him when the music hits. I love it, and like that entrance tonight, though, it felt like in the beginning when he came out, all right, here we go. This is going to be something special here in the next half hour, 45 minutes. He's going to be sitting there on his knees holding the damn title in the middle of the ring, bawling his eyes out. Dad up in heaven smiling down on it, and I was it, it got me pumped up, it got me fired up, it got me ready to go. So, um, definitely Ray, and then probably Cody's entrance. I will be going with Dom on this one. I don't care, that entrance was absolutely fantastic. Ray's was good too, but Dom, that was for what his gimmick is, and the fact that he's a huge ass heel, and that was just a chicken shit thing to do. It was freaking great. I'm going to go with Dominic Mysterio's entrance. Dre. So, I'm going two different things we're going to talk about as tied for me. Uh, again, repetition of everything, and then me having a black young young lady that's one years old right now. I, I got to say, tied for first is Bianca Belair's entrance. It was fucking amazing. Howard, though, the most uniqueness, and with the crowd loved because they loved singing this man's song. He came mm-hmm. out with the orchestra. Seth Rollins was that was fucking amazing. That was that, that was, was great. <laughs> that was, <laughs> I <laughs> that. Seth, Seth Rollins was fucking amazing. So so yeah. So I got, I'm, I'm going to tie with Seth and Bianca. All right, and the very last one is best best match, but we've we've already ranked us. So yes. Yeah, we gotta rank those. Uh, and yeah, WWE fucked us. Anyway, that's uh, our our uh, thing. Uh, stay tuned because uh, our wrestling rankings uh, review will be on this podcast and Master Business Recommended uh, podcast as well. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, Casey, tell a bunch of podcasts where to find it, what it's about, all that kind of good stuff. Anything, anything coming up? Um. Well, it's been a while, so I kind of forget what my podcast is about, but um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm a host of An Evening at the Movies. Uh, my co-host Amanda and I sit down with either ourselves or guests and talk about all of our favorite movies and why we love them. We eat some stale popcorn. We drink some watered-down sodas. Um, it's a great time. Um 
We've got new episodes coming up in the very, very, very near future. Um, I haven't recorded in about a month because of um, my arm and the fact that literally the day after I got out of the hospital, my dad passed away. So I appreciate everybody being patient and not nagging the hell out of me about when we're coming back. But um, we're definitely within the next probably week to 10 days going to have a new episode for everybody. Not sure what it's going to be yet, but stay tuned and we will let you know. Um, also part of the I Did Not Make These Rankings podcast network with everybody involved in that. Um, as well as I will be getting back to work on getting um, season five of House watched and finished very soon so we can get back to work on season to season as well. So stay tuned for that as well. Other than that, you can find us on all social media platforms and that is the best way to stay informed as to what we've got coming up. So thank you, Dre, for having me on, even though night two of WrestleMania sucked dirty asshole, but it is what it is. And it was fun being here. I appreciate it. And I am glad to be back fucking recording it's been a long time, and I look forward to a lot more stuff coming up. So, thank you, sir. All right, Freddie. Uh, Casey and I actually has a little side project going on too, as far as the. Uh, oh, I did forget that. Call. Yeah, you did forget that. Anyway, it's been uh, a freaking no. month. Oh, I know, I know, dude, and I, I, I don't blame you. Um, but yeah, we we had the entire recasting call. Uh, I. Don't know what the next movie is going to be, but I'm looking forward to it. And uh, other than that, I am Freddie Fisher. You can find me at that on Facebook. While you're on Facebook, check out Bracket Bastards. Yes, and Bastards is a dollar sign. Bracket Bastards, by the way, is a show where we take a bracket of 32, 64, 128 or more and banter our way down to a winner. Everybody on the panel gets a vote. We usually have three, five, or seven people. This upcoming week, we'll, we will be doing a special Oreo Flavors bracket with a uh, lovely lady that happened upon the Bracketology page, which is another page you can find me at where you can vote every single day on two separate polls. Currently, it is the Hollywood Nice List and Sex Songs, but again, we are doing Oreo flavors next week. For them, it was a class project that they took care of, and we will be helping them out on that. Find me at uh, Bash They Warned You About on Twitter. You can find us all at BracketPod, and on Instagram at all, uh, not one word, can't lick me. <laughs> Always left at that word. <laughs> uh, but my name is Dan Robinson. This is the host. Of, I'm the host of Everything Master Bitters. And uh, we don't do this a lot. We do special occasions for the three count. Um, but we are going to try to do some stuff uh, with uh, the premium events or PPVs, whatever you want to call them. But however, though, if you do love masturbators? Keep keep going, masturbators. We do the drafts, we do the brackets, one on ones, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, my name is Dan Robinson, and we 